0: of the show. Welcome to episode 71 of The Relaxed Dog podcast, sponsored by therelaxeddog.com. Thank you very much for finding this show. I am your host Robert Ober and I hope that you and your dog are well. This week, my guest is Sherry Marquez, and uh, we're going to be talking about some chaos. But first, in some doggy news, a street dog in the uh, state of Kerala in southern India is very lucky. Um, Unfortunately, they had a landslide, but the rescuers that were going along parts of that landslide were attracted to some barking. And they found this dog buried up to its head. Um, They believe it might have been there for about two days. Um, She also had a couple of pups nearby. They dug her out, cleaned them all up, and family is doing well. So lucky dog there. Over to the US and in Lincoln, Nebraska, I think she's a, a Maltese or a Maltese mix, Uh, Sasha was with her elderly guardians as they were doing an RV trip. Um, They were stopped in a park, um, and unfortunately, Sasha escaped. Now, the uh, park, their neighbour was one of the people that are involved in a local Lost and Found Pets Facebook group. So within a matter of hours, the post went out to its, I think, something like fourteen or 15,000 members and a lot of local people were then aware and uh, a lot of them actually came and started looking. Unfortunately, it was 11 days later when one of those members was near the campground and they found... Sasha, they, well, they cited Sasha. The group then set out some traps, and uh, Sasha was caught and then returned to her guardians. I know that that scenario is replayed unfortunately many, many times all over the world, and on behalf of the guardians with dogs that get them returned. I'd like to say thank you to all the people that are involved in all those groups that go out and look for other people's dogs and return them to them. So thank you very much. And just before we go to this week's interview, I'd just like to ask if you've previously listened to any of the episodes and uh, had some enjoyment from them. Have you told anyone else about it? I'd really appreciate you spreading the word so more people can hear how awesome dogs are. And here's this week's interview Welcome to the Relaxed Dog Podcast. I am here with Cherie Marquez. How are you?
1: Hello, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me.
0: It is so blessed
1: to be here. My (laughs)
0: pleasure. So, whereabouts in the world are you?
1: I am in Hollywood, Florida, Southeast Florida.
0: Oh, very nice, very nice. And who are we going to talk about today?
1: We are going to talk about my beautiful chaos, and it is. He is an angel watching over me, but he is just my heart. He was my my first my first boy.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, nice, nice. Uh, as per usual, I'm going to ask you to take us back in time to just before you met Chaos and tell us about the the whys and the hows that that happened.
1: All right. So, um, my ex-husband and I, we had a, um, we had a King Corso Mastiff and her name was Indigo and I, I actually got, got him, um, got him the dog and surprised him with, with the dog. So about a year later, um, I'm originally from New Jersey. So I was up in New Jersey visiting family. And when I came, I came back on my birthday and my ex-husband had surprised me with a three-month-old beautiful um, Staffshire Terrier or Pitbull. But, um, and that was my surprise. That was my birthday surprise. And it was the best gift ever. (laughs) <laughs> and I, and let me just tell you, you, when you name a dog, really think about the meaning of the name because I named him Chaos and he lived up to his name 100%. <laughs> I was going to ask, <laughs> <laughs> he lived up to his name
3: and, um, he turned out to be the the most
1: amazing protector and the he he always was the biggest lover no matter what, what the discrimination is with with pit bulls, he was just pure love okay. pure love but just getting into everything
0: <laughs> so when you say puppy how puppy puppy how young
1: uh, he was 3 months 3 months yeah, it's three months, when I got him.
0: And so. how was that first few weeks?
1: Um. Well, I mean, it was first few weeks were great. I mean, I was just in pure bliss and like, oh my god, he's so beautiful. And then, like, you know, just the the regular, um, the regular puppy issues of housebreaking and chewing and. Um, Pulley biting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was first couple of weeks were were great. Just like you know, getting getting to know him and having him socialize with with
3: Indigo as well. And Indigo took to him very very well. They were they were uh, awesome brother and sisters.
0: <laughs> so, ha- how old, was, um, how old was indigo at that time
1: um she was
3: probably a year yeah yep yeah so she was about a year yeah. and
1: um so like you know the first couple of months were fine but then once he really started getting into his his teething stage that's when the destruction started and he was chewing on everything anything he could put i mean you know typical typical puppy
3: but for him it was um it was over the top because he
1: when he was in the the crate it was just you know just the wired crate and he managed to realize that if he if he pushed with his head to the in, in the back of the crate that it would it would open he would he would be able to unlock it on the bottom and squeeze his body out without the crate falling oh, or like you know snakey. collapsing down <laughs> so we would walk into the house he would be like so excited to see us and all four walls of the crate would be up. So I didn't find out how he was doing this until maybe two years later. I was like, that's how you do it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) 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 So needless to say, while he was out and the crazy thing was that he was fully housebroken at six months old. But, um, we couldn't trust him out and free until he was over two two years old
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, because of the destruction. So, um, he chewed on crystal ornaments,
1: Christmas tree ornaments, but they were like literally crystal. So he chewed on them,
3: and luckily, nothing happened. Um, he destroyed a whole CD,
1: like a whole big, huge CD case with amazing, amazing CDs and great mixes that like, are so, so hard to find.
3: Um, and one day he ate the drywall of the, the hallway
1: and every single time that he would, like, you know, we would walk home, like, you know, walk in, in the house, he would be like... <gasps> Hey, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to see you.
2: <laughs>
1: so like okay, I did this, but I don't care. I'm gonna give you love. Mm-hmm. Give you lots and lots of love, it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so were they crated in a particular area?
3: Um in the in the family room.
0: Family, yep. And that so. was where they also slept?
1: No. No, um, because he was housebroken, he was able to sleep in
3: the bedroom.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, they had their their own their own big beds, so most of the time they would sleep together. So, oh, nice. um,
0: yes. And what about? Did you have a yard?
1: Yes, so fenced in backyard. So he was able to.
3: Um, enjoyed the backyard and loved his walks and um, I mean, besides
1: the dis- destruction, he was extremely well trained because i'm um, I'm a dog trainer i've I've been training for twenty one years. so he was extremely well trained. But what I tell all of my clients is... If you cannot trust them, then they need to be on a watch inside the house, which is on the leash inside the house. So they can't sneak off to have an accident or to chew on something. Um, but when you can't watch them, even if it's for one minute, when when you have to go to the bathroom, then you put them in the crate or their confinement.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So um, so even though I was a dog trainer, it was just his his... He wasn't he wasn't able to be trusted, so,
0: <laughs>
1: so that's why he was confined, <laughs> confined or on a leash inside the house.
0: Okay. They um, so mentioned the walks. What was the the local walk like? Um, around the block,
3: around um, around the block and
1: around the, around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So he loved his walks and seeing people and other dogs. He was very friendly.
0: Um like a local park or anything like that?
1: No, not dog park. Um, just just um just the walks. And then like my um the facility that I I rent out space to do the training, then he would um he would enjoy going there because they have outside pools. So he would be playing in the pool and catching
3: leaves and running around the yard nonstop. So it was
0: So that was it always like had a good time. taking him to work with you.
3: Yes, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, he uh him and my other dogs they were they were
1: as soon as we were pulling down the street to get to the facility, then they were crying and like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited!" Yay! <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it was
0: great. <laughs> so, at, at what age did you start taking him there?
1: Uh, probably I would say like six or seven months.
0: Mm-hmm. They had a lot. So, a lot of interaction with a lot of other dogs there.
1: Yes, so lots of interactions, lots of socializing. He had plenty of socializing with other dogs and puppies, and um, all breeds and ages and sizes. So, walking into the house with another another dog was no issues whatsoever. Of course, you know it's a it's a, it, he had a, a male dominance where if another male dog would react to him, then of course he would step up and react to them. But um, he would never be the, the aggressor. Okay. You know, it, most of the time he would be like, Hey, wiggle butt and like wiggle body. <laughs> and he loved to, um, to jump up, not on on people, but jump up and kiss your, your mouth.
2: <laughs> so it was
1: just like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So he'd be jumping, 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 and get closer. And just like a big wet kiss. <laughs> it was like, that was what he was known for. <laughs> so
0: did, did Indigo down there as well?
1: Yes. Yep. Yes. All the dogs, all my dogs. I mean, at the time we had Indigo and Chaos. And then... um and then we got, we had, we got
3: other dogs as well. So
1: all the dogs love the facility.
0: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. did chaos get any, uh, like develop any special friendships with anyone down there?
1: Not that I remember. No, but, um, I got my, my dog, Emma, um, she's still alive, but, um, Emma's going to be actually she, Emma's going to be ten years old tomorrow. Oh. So when I got her, um they totally bonded and totally bonded. and they were like, they were t- attached and slept together and, and had there was so much love. But the awesome thing with um with chaos that was before Emma um before I got Emma. So, when my first when I, when I was pregnant with my son, um, he was so attentive and so protective. Like, you know, he just knew. All dogs have a sixth sense, so they know exactly exactly what's going on plus the the pheromones that that I was releasing, you know, he just he just knew. So, he was he was ex- extra protective. But then when when my son was born, um, he was so, so amazing, like so gentle and let my son Angelo do everything to him, Ride him like a pony, grab his ears, grab his tail. He'd grab his ear and he'd always make a whimper, or like a, a whining. Ah! <laughs> like you wouldn't even like touch it hard and be like, oh gosh. Leave my ears alone. <laughs> but he was he was absolutely amazing with, with Angelo.
0: How old was he at that stage?
1: Uh, let's see.
3: Three. He was three years old. Oh,
0: so still a puppy.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So he was he was only three, so they were able to to enjoy
1: each other
0: for sure. So did do you have any favorite toys and things like that, that sort of like uh, that he didn't destroy?
3: Um. Well,
1: for a while it was ma- like empty Marabones and I would put um, peanut butter in the middle of them. But um, because of his, his jaw strength, he would, um, he was a very lucky dog because the things that he swallowed didn't get them lodged in his stomach and then was throw them up was absolutely amazing so like I said, crystal ornaments um with the bone, he managed to you know after having it for for a while and chewing and chewing and chewing, he managed to break apart the the bone, even though it was it was a good at least five inches so solid bone he would be able to break that apart and then not so smart he would swallow it Mm -hmm. and then throw it back throw it back up so luckily um there was no internal damage or he had a a stomach of steel that's for sure Mm -hmm. Um so once he he did that then I switched him to the to the antlers like the the deer antlers yep and he wa he wasn't able to get through them at all so he loved chewing on notes
0: mm. <laughs> I usually wait till later in the program to ask but since we're talking about a few things that he's eaten could you complete the sentence like I can't believe my dog ate
1: um I can't believe my dog ate the the crystal ornaments and like they they were they were gone I mean I don't understand how how he was able to chew them and swallow them and just mm. like Nothing happened.
0: (laughs) Very, very lucky.
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) Was there any um, trips to the vet that you had to make for other instances?
1: No. No. The uh, luckily he
3: was he was healthy as all healthy can be, and um, unfortunately what how he passed was um
1: he had a bulging disc in his in his in his back lower back that we didn't know about because like all bully breeds are um are they mask their pain so well that we had absolutely no clue that like you know there was there was a bulging disc and and um unfortunately from one day to the next, within 24 hours, um, I guess the bulging disc ruptured, and his back legs were were paralyzed. So, you know, at seven, 70 plus pounds, um, I I said like when I, I, it happened. I mean, within 24 hours, it, it it happened. But then, like you know, it was at night of trying to make him comfortable. And then, um, but then I finally took him to the emergency vet. I was waiting for, for my vet to um, to take a look at him. So I went to the emergency vet,
3: and um, and when they said that the um, to do surgery, like to
1: get his his legs back and get his because he was he was he wasn't able to stand up to go to the bathroom. So, um, the surgery was only a 30 to 40%, um, chance of him getting, getting movement back or like, you know, not, not being, being paralyzed in, in the back. And that's just, it's just not, not fair to, not fair to him. It wasn't fair to him to, um, to lose his dignity like that and, in so quick. So quick for him to for it to happen and not understand
0: mm.
1: what was going
0: on. You know? The, how old was he when that happened?
1: Um, eight and a half. Mm.
3: So he was he was still young. Yes. So eight and a
1: half years old, and it was extremely hard, but I had to, you know. I had to make the the right decision in regards to his well-being
2: mm-hmm.
1: because he was he he was in such good health for
3: all 8 years. So the confusion yeah. of not being able to walk was was intense. Yeah. And I mean like you know I had um I had energy like myself
1: because I do some energy healing as well. So I did, I was doing some energy healing and then my, my teacher that I I learned from, she was doing, um she was doing some energy healing. And then I was talking to an animal communicator, you know, just to
3: help me with my decision. And, um and then, you know, that's, that's when he confirmed that, you know, it's, it just happened so fast that he was just so, so confused why, why he wasn't able to, to you, to move, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So,
1: so I was there when he passed, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But he's my angel. He's our angel watching over us every step of the way. And I have his pictures and his. His smile, he smiled all the time, mm-hmm. and you would actually tell him, Yes, smile, smile, and you would full on grin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was great. <laughs> so, what were his yeah. favorite games?
1: Um, he loved playing with the ball and, and fetching. Um, yeah, I mean, fetching was, was his favorite, but also, um Like just his zoomies. So when he was excited, he would just go in zoomies and zoomies and like run around in circles and like, yeah, I'm (laughs) so (laughs) excited. And like literally, like, you know, be be running as fast as possible and Ollie off the the walls, like, yeah, let's go.
0: (laughs) So he was so happy. So did you go on on trips with, with both of them?
3: Oh yeah. Absolutely. We uh we would our
1: favorite was to go to to Key Largo, um, either Key, Key Largo or Isla Morado, and it was um about an hour and a half, two hours away.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um we would we had a um a scion. So all the um the back seats folded down so they had the whole entire back seat and we would Fill everything up, and you know it would it would just they would love it. so car rides he absolutely loved, and once he got there to wherever we were going, he was smelling and just like so so excited just to be a part of the of the trip and just be be with us
0: so it was fabulous did you guys do hiking or stuff like that?
3: Um no. No, it just um just relaxing. Relaxing at the at the water and you know it was it was the two main
1: places that we would go was um there weren't a lot of people so we kind of like had the beach beach bay area to To ourselves. And so, like, you know, they would, he would come up to the water and like look down and see the fish swim in, (laughs) 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 try and catch them.
0: Mm -hmm. So, how was he swimming?
3: Um, he liked it. Definitely. He liked it.
1: He liked it. And, and he wasn't the type that like, you couldn't get him out of the water it was more or less just like he'd swim and then he'd come out and shake off and then he'd go back in and you know so it was in and out because there's plenty of dogs that you like you cannot get them out of the water or you have to pull them out of the water before they get like get too tired (laughs) so
0: you ever find any interesting items on on the beach
3: Um, nothing that
1: fully stands out, but I mean, like you know plenty of of um the jellyfish down here are all different sizes, and the big ones are like even though they're they're dangerous because of their um their sting stingers, but they're beautiful i mean like the the man of wars are like um all different colors
3: and iridescence and purples and stuff. So, um, so that's the main one that I can really think of. But nothing, mm-hmm. nothing extraordinary. of like some finding some travel tra- buried treasure on
1: on the beach. That would be nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so do you have. That would be nice any sort of encounters with other species?
1: Um, well, he, um, chaos was, was raised around cats and, um, he was great. I mean, like, you know, he was, he was great
3: with them. Um, let them snuggle up on, on him. And, um, And like I said, puppies, I mean, like, he accepted all puppies that were, that were welcome to the house.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. So
0: You had to think if he had a favorite spot or favorite place, what would you think that would be?
1: I would say... In his bed, right next to right right next to me in in bed, so that was his that was his favorite spot for sure uh,
0: nice nice spot
2: mm-hmm. yes
0: And what about um outside of the house if you went away somewhere?
1: Um, most of the time he would stay um
3: stay at the facility, and everybody. Everybody loved loved them over there. So he was he was welcome all the time.
0: Do you so have a particular job at the facility.
3: Um, he
1: was like the the greeter of like, <laughs> hey, how you doing? Woo! And like you know his his tail was was making making drum noises, the drum roll, please hey, people are coming dogs are coming Woo. <laughs> so between the the drum roll of his tail and the wiggle body mm-hmm. and the smile, he was he was very welcoming
0: did you do any specific type of training with him?
1: um well, I mean, he was um he was good with just basic training, but I'm in mean, like, you know, the, the off leash training, he, he listened to my can commands with, um, with just hand signals.
3: So, you know, I can be, I can be 20 feet away. And, and if he was on, on a, on a sit,
1: I can get him to lay down, come sit. Um, So he was, he, he listened very well.
0: Mm -hmm. What would be one of the happiest moments that comes into your mind that the two of you shared?
1: Well,
3: first, um, the surprise of getting him was my favorite and, and he, uh,
1: my ex-husband picked me up from the airport with him in the front seat with a bow, red bow around his neck. And, um, that was an amazing surprise, amazing gift.
3: Um, and then just his, um, just his curiosity and his love when when I I had Angelo
1: in my arms, and we were doing doing the introduction, you know he was so so inquisitive and gentle,
3: and you know it was just so special because mm. he was he was my first boy, and then I had
0: Angelo as
1: well. So,
0: and did the <laughs> pair of them have any interesting adventures?
1: Just. So much love and so much, it was just play and love, play and love. I mean, you know, even, even when, even when Angela was like running around and, you know, and, and chaos was um, running around, running after him, he, you know, you can tell him easy or easy slow like not not necessarily he didn't know slow down but like easy you know just to because i mean of course angela's energy amps chaos's energy up so the two of them were just like back and forth running back and forth you know Mm -hmm. but of course a toddler running is not always stable so (laughs) um so it was it was definitely um very cool to see his reaction of easy like you know he he knew to to slow down when when i gave him that command so but the the love was the love was unconditional for sure
0: Mm. all right were there any times where he showed his protective nature
1: oh yeah um especially on a walk so on a walk, if he doesn't, if he didn't like the the energy of the person walking, you know, he would, he would start barking or, um, pretty much for the dogs, you know, the people that were walking the dogs. If, if the other dog was being reactive and, and barking at him, then of course he would, he would start, but,
3: um, but then, you know, once, once I, because sometimes if I saw the dog coming towards me, then I would just put him on on a sit stay, sit stay
1: quiet. So, you know, the dog had to walk back, walk by,
3: but if the, let's say if, if a person was coming from behind and, um,
1: from behind us and like, you know, startled both, both of us, then of course you would, you
3: know, he would start barking Hmm. just because it was just,
1: (laughs) just a sudden, like, Hey, where'd you come from? Whoa. Um, but I mean, like, you know, even inside the house, I felt very protected
3: for sure.
0: Okay.
3: Very, very protected.
0: And what Mm -hmm. about... Things like uh grooming and things like that. how was he with that?
1: Um, he was like great, but the the pit bull hairs are like needles, needle thin um or actually thick, so like needle thick hairs, so there would be hair everywhere, but like literally sometimes I would. I would step on one of his hair and it was almost like a like a cactus hair was stuck in my in my toe. Wow. Or in my foot. Like that's how that's how sharp and then like thick and sharp they were. So
3: <laughs> so yes, there was chaos hair everywhere. All the time.
1: But he loved um he loved the the firmator and the the rake. The rake um the rake brush. so the rake brush is cool because you know it's got the handle and then it's got like a middle rake teeth points and um that I mean the amount of hair that would come out and like you can just sit there and brush them and brush them and brush them and no problem. There was one time though that I uh, like there were actually like a few times. I didn't do it a lot, but um I did shave them down. So his his hair was felt so cool and less shedding like there was no shedding whatsoever so that was a that was a good break.
2: <laughs>
0: okay. Did he have any particular or peculiar habits?
1: When he get really excited and like you know he he would he would do the zoomies and just like run 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 like run in circles and all over the place and um And then sometimes he would, he would start chasing his tail because he was so excited. (laughs) He was, he was, he was goofy. Mm
2: He was,
1: he was goofy and playful. And he was, he was the best, um, the best proof that, you know, pit bulls are amazing dogs and they, the, the people are, the people are the reason why they become aggressive. It's not the dog. It's the people who make them aggressive. As long as they're, they're raised with so much love and socializing with many, um, people, kids, animals, noises, distractions, crowded places. I mean, as long as they're socialized, then they're, they're beautiful. They're absolutely amazing.
0: Mm. Absolutely.
1: Dogs are angels put on this earth to bring us into the present moment moment and give us as much love as possible.
0: Not going to argue that at all.
2: Yes. Mm
0: -hmm. Are any other sort of instances or adventures or anything coming to mind?
1: No, I mean I think when once we got past the <laughs> for him, what I always say is Labrador retrievers and pitbulls are puppies until they're two years old. So once he was done with the puppy stage and getting out of his full-on mischievous ways, um then he was absolutely fabulous. but um, but getting getting past the chewing chewing stage of of his puppiness, um, he was absolutely amazing. Amazing and beautiful and wonderful and fabulous dog.
3: A fabulous
1: part of the family.
0: 100%.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Was there a time when he made you cry?
1: Um probably in the beginning stages of his life when he chewed,
3: when he destroyed something that um <laughs> that I uh I mean the, the, I got really upset with the um, with the CD case you know because it was there was there were certain CDs that um that were you know that were special and and I guess I I made the mistake of just putting the um, like putting the CD in,
1: and sometimes I would put the the sleeve, like you know, just with, um, with the name of of the mix. But then there was plenty that he destroyed everything, the paper and the sleeves and the um, the CDs. So I don't even remember like what was in there. I knew that there was like amazing things, but it was
3: just the uh, <laughs> the the loss of like oh man like come on <laughs> so
1: um
3: so I mean like I don't think he
1: was he necessarily made me cry over what he did I think he was there for me to cry with him so uh, you know he he was he was my support he was my rock
3: going through through hard times. So, and he was always, he was always my emotional support at that, at that time. Always knew, knew when I was not feeling good or just knew when to stay calm. So.
0: Did you find there was a a difference with, Indigo and chaos during those times?
3: Um, Yes, I felt that um, I felt that that chaos was more receptive, more receptive, and you know, just we had we had a stronger stronger bond. And, um, you know, we had that, we had that soul connection for sure.
0: So anything else that's sort of coming to mind that you'd like to share?
1: No, that, that he was just,
3: he was absolutely wonderful. And the, uh, the pictures and videos and the memories are always what lasts. of such an an amazing an amazing experience to
1: to have my baby chaos so I'm forever grateful for
2: the
3: best birthday gift ever Mm -hmm. (laughs) so for sure
0: Oh, thank you very much for sharing all about chaos. It's been an enjoyable conversation.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. And I'm very, I feel very blessed.
0: For sure. Did you want to just let people know uh, some links and where to find you on social media?
1: Yes, please. So um, I am the dog mystic, and you can find me at thedogmystic.com. If you go to my, on the, the dog mystic page, there's, um, there's a courses page and I have some, I have a free course that is all about problem solving and um, the correct way to pet a dog. I also have a paid course about housebreaking. If you're having any issues with housebreaking or Extra destruction in the house. Then, um, so I have some courses, and my um, my LinkedIn is Sherry Marquez, and then my Instagram is Dog Mystic Academy, as well as my Facebook is Dog Mystic Academy. And please, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's Dog Mystic Academy. So that would be fabulous.
0: Thank you. Ah, Thank you very much again. Take care.
1: Have a wonderful day and evening and wherever you are in the world and be safe.
0: Thank you very much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the show. Thank you to our new listeners in Helsinki in Finland and in Brisbane, Australia. If you'd like to check us out on the Facebook group, you can uh, make some comments or suggestions. If you would like to leave a review, please do so. But most importantly, I'd like you to share this with a friend. So you can hit the share button or just tell someone about the show. Until next week, stay safe and remember, your dog is family.